name is Morme. And my name is Brandon. And, and you are listening to All Ears on CITR 101.9 FM, broadcasting to you live from the University of British Columbia in Vancouver. The following radio show features outrageously funny conversations between two university students who are under the assumption that they know everything about the universe. Please take all the advice given on All Ears with a grain of salt, and if you do have any serious problems, please, 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 pretty please... Um, get professional help if you need to. Yes. Um, this is the 11th episode of All Ears. Um, that's pretty crazy. I don't know if you have been listening or if you've just joined, but we're an advice radio program where we read real questions from the UBC community and try to give back our best advice. Um, we'll be answering li- questions live later on in the show, and if you do have any questions while you're listening, feel free to yes. submit them. Where, Marmay? Where are they going to submit them? At ask.fm slash allearsubc, Brandon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, to start off our show... What's happening today? A lot is happening. It's pretty exciting. Today is a very exciting day. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, so, we have a guest with us. Mm-hmm. Um, his name is David. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the studio, David. Hello, David. Hi, thank you. Um, and David is going to talk to us um, about the deaf community and a lot of misconceptions and issues that exist in the deaf community. Yeah, exactly. And then later on the show, Mormay has a surprise for us. I do, and it's not a joke. No, so it's not a joke. Be excited. Um, so yeah, to get us started, here's David. Welcome, David. Hi. Well, thank you so much, <laughs> Brandon and Morme. So just want to give a quick disclaimer. I'm not a child of a deaf adult, nor am I sign language fluent, but I do. I have taken some courses at VCC. Mm-hmm. I know how to sign. I'm pretty conversational in it. And yeah, I'm kind of just interested in a linguistic student. So I've got limited death uh connection to the deaf community itself but i'm just pretty interested and there's a lot of misconceptions that i find with the hearing community with the deaf community so i just kind of want to start off with um what do you guys know about the deaf community do you know anything about sign language at all um i once knew how to sign my name okay but i think sadly that is the extent of my information but i was once deaf as a child i was this is true because i had an infection in my ears and then I had to get like um a tube in my ear to like release the fluid and then I like to hear again but that was like when I was really young so I, I can't really say that I have a lot of experience mm-hmm. with that yeah pretty much the same yeah yeah cool well just before we start just so you know the deaf community comprises of people who are not only fully deaf but became deaf fuller lighter in life who are hard of hearing can mm-hmm. hear quite well deafness is a range and also, not everybody who's deaf speaks sign language based on a bunch of reasons. Oh, okay, cool. So, got a question for you guys. Do you, is sign language universal? I don't know, Mormon. Tell me. You tell okay, me. This, ju- just, your first, just the first thought into your head. I would say yes. No, it's not. And oh, I mean... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Didn't see yeah. that one <laughs> Yeah. And well... People, uh, oftentimes we get people that you're shocked to hear that deaf, yeah. uh, sign language isn't universal. And my common retort is, is spoken language universal? Right. It, signed languages tend to be as varied as spoken languages, um, mm-hmm. given the right environment. And so, yeah, how many sign languages in the world do you think there are? Different types? Mm-hmm. Um, it, would it be the same as different languages? Like there's one for each language. Kind of. What what did you just say? <laughs> <laughs> Would there be? A did you just say like is there a language for each language? No, 
I did just say that. I think what she means I is... I mean, like, is there a sign language yeah. for each language? So is there one associated with English, one associated with French? Nope, and that's a very common misconception. In terms of sign languages in the world, it's a hard number to guess because there is a l massive lack of research on the subject, actually. There's definitely over 20. Um, uh -huh. You've got major language groups, and um, you've got relations across the world, but you... Mm -hmm. It's really hard to say, but there's a bunch. Um, but in terms of being relation to English... In fact, we actually have a different sign language here in North America than we do in the UK. Oh, cool. um, in the UK, they speak British Sign Language, BSL, and we speak American Sign Language here. Completely different. Um, one of the easiest ways to actually show you, which, you know, for radio it's kind of <laughs> difficult, is with for American Sign Language, just to use the English alphabet to show mm -hmm. just the basic difference, is we do A, B, C, and so with the A, you use one hand, and if you're right-handed, right hand, left hand, left-handed. Um, so your A is like a closed fist with your fingers down. Your B is fingers straight up in a flat palm with your thumb in the center. And your C is a C, the letter C made with your hand with all of your fingers curling in the C. Okay. And your, the D, for example, is you make an O with your fingers and then you bring up your index finger. But for British Sign Language, you take both your hands. And if you're right-handed, it will be this case. And if you're left-handed, the opposite. And so your left hand is your base hand. And so for A, you take your index finger on your right hand and you touch your thumb for A. For B, you take two O's with both fingers and you put them together where your fingers meet. For C, you make the C, except it's only with your index and thumb. And for D, you put up your index finger on your left hand and you make a D with that C. Mm -hmm. So you use two hands and it's just to illustrate the difference. There's also difference in grammar, syntax, and pretty much everything. Wow. In, in fact, the difference between American Sign Language and English is pretty much the difference between English and Japanese. The grammar in English, no the grammar of, a of ASL is actually more similar to Japanese than it is to English. That's so cool. Wow. So, so you have expressions, wow. phrases, everything in both languages that are, you can't translate. Similar mm -hmm. to the way you can't translate certain things into French, German, Japanese, or Haida, or Hunkaminam. Um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So yeah, and even and diving into that, you even have language variant that goes kind of deeper you have dialectal differences for example when i sign i sign with a very heavy western canadian dialect with a vancouver accent but with a bit of a belgian accent too just because i've lived there oh so like different cities have mm -hmm. yeah i was just about to ask you that like is, is that a thing like apparently so i guess but accents and that's actually amazing it totally is like my friends from ontario there's a real I, I like remember i'm a bigger beginner signer but still my friends from ontario we sign and i have trouble every now and then with some phrases mm -hmm. they use just because it's a different phrase it's a different the way they sign things, they have a very heavy accent. And my American friends, oh my goodness. <laughs> like, just south of the border down in Portland, they sign quite a bit differently. And it's not... you. It, there's no real super big bar barrier, but it's like the difference between British English and American English. Yeah. So, yeah. Really cool. Yeah, no, it's definitely crazy. And, like, dialectal... I mean, accent differences. You can bring in accents from different areas. Like, you can have a French accent in English. Like, the way I sign for Ghent, for example, is a little bit different. Like, I can change it, but... I don't know, it's easier for me to do it this way. And when I don't think about it, I do it the Belgian way, where instead of making an extended B, so putting a flat palm over your head and bringing it off to make an A, so a flat fist, what I do is do the extended B, so the flat the flat hand, into an O, mm -hmm. in, off to the side. And that's because in French you say oublié. And oftentimes you'll have signs that, for example, beer here in Canada, it's letter B signed on your face, or wine is the le letter W on your face. Oh, okay. And that's because that comes from English, but mm -hmm. it's because it's in contact. It's like how Quebec French is, it has a lot more Anglophone influence just because it's in contact with English. Mm -hmm. Same right. idea. Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. 
you know a lot about like what what motivated you to know all about this like i there's um, you know a lot about this <laughs> well i started the class and it just was I, I started the class two years ago and it just kind of got me really interested like i said i'm in linguistics so mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. it's just kind of something that i love doing and then the more i dug into it and the like get in more in contact with deaf culture and people within the deaf community you realize just what sort of pressures there are on the deaf community um, and that's something I really want to talk about because it's a lot of hearing people tend to not realize this and not mm-hmm. and take things for granted. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the biggest stories my prof was telling me was she actually caught a case of pneumonia. She's fully deaf, can't hear a thing. Her husband's deaf as well. Oh wow! But she has two daughters, both of whom are hearing. But one of them went to UBC at this time, and both of them are fluent in sign because they have to be. Mm-hmm. It's like. When, you're, when your parents speak French yeah. and you're in Vancouver, you have to speak English. Yeah. But you do speak French at home. Same thing with them. So my prof, she came down with pneumonia, had a really tough time, and they have an interpreter service. They called them up and was like, oh, yeah, we'll get you an interpreter. This is an emergency. Trying to get to the hospital. No interpreter shows up. Two hours later, no interpreter shows up trying to get to the hospital. They can't get reach of an interpreter. So they call up their daughter, their only one who's nearby, She's at a party because it's a Friday night at UBC. She's drunk. She comes over and has to interpret for them. Mm-hmm. And it's because nobody else in the hospital can sign. And there's a massive language barrier because suddenly my prof, Susie, she yeah. was stuck in a hospital. Mm-hmm. And it, it, you're stuck in that case. And it happens more often than you would like. Suddenly, basic things like healthcare or emergency situations and things like that, that everyday hearing people have access to. It's mm-hmm. a lot more difficult. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's tough. And one thing also you find hearing people tend to, uh, this is a massive generalization, I don't want to be saying this, but you, more often than not, you'll have somebody who is deaf be writing online or, or texting somebody and, or something like that, and their grammar isn't perfect. Um, and this is definitely not the case for every deaf person, this is definitely not the case for every situation, but yeah. it does have a higher percentage of happening where you have somebody who is deaf writing and their grammar isn't perfect their english isn't perfect and you have somebody some a-hole person be like hey your grammar like getting getting on their case about it yeah especially because if they're from the same area so if they're from an anglophone area they're writing in imperfect english and so if somebody gets on their case about it and gets really mad at them or hell they can't get a job because their english isn't perfect or something like that yeah and one thing that people don't realize is when you're deaf and born deaf and your first language is sign language, you're suddenly interacting, if you're in an Anglophone area, only in English in your second language. If you're in French area, French, etc., etc. Which is really tough. I mean, for a lot of, we have a lot of monolingual people here in Vancouver, excluding the massive, yeah, yeah, the massive (laughs) immigration, immigrant population who do speak multiple, but you have a lot of monolingual people here in Anglophone Canada who don't speak another language, and they don't understand the struggle of speaking in a second language and being forced to. But if you're deaf, you're really forced to, and you need to. Mm -hmm. But on top of it, learning a second language when you're deaf is also really tough if it's a spoken language. That's really hard. Because imagine, I'm giving you the task right now, you have to learn Russian, but you're not allowed to speak it or hear it. Yeah, that's impossible. You have to read and write it. Yeah. That's what every deaf person faces if they're born deaf and yeah, that's you, so crazy. You must learn a second language by mm-hmm. just doing that, and so it's it's really tough, and so it mm-hmm. you kind of yeah. That's a lot. I don't know. I actually like um, this is like a little anecdote, but not really an anecdote. Like 
Um, I had a coworker who was deaf, and um, it was at a it was like a large retail store, and um, she didn't wear like the proper attire to be identified as a someone who works at the store because she can't communicate, right? Like, or she can, but she no can't one, communicate across exact, that board. Yeah, exactly. And um, I don't know. It's just some weird trend that I've noticed that when people speak to her, they like, I don't know, they just stop talking. Because she can read lips in French, and so when people would speak to her in French, they would speak to her silently, and it's weird. Like I, I never, I never really understood that. But I, like, I guess it's because they're trying to make breach that barrier. But it's still like yeah. it's interesting because I mean, like, I know people really exaggerate their their like lip reading when you stop talking, and so like she would have such a hard time like reading people's lips because they'd be like, "Hello, how are you?" And all, it's all because they're trying to breach that yeah. barrier. So, yeah. Yeah. And that's something you find a lot because, well, not every deaf person or some, not every hard of hearing person or mm-hmm. whatever can read lips. You do have a good portion who can. Mm-hmm. And so you're kind of, people who are accustomed to reading lips, you'll hit a barrier where somebody's like, oh, I'm reading your lips. Mm-hmm. And then they start, you, do, you have varying reactions just because people are not accustomed to that barrier at all. Exactly, yeah. And so it's... It's something to really take into account when you're when you're interacting with somebody. Don't change the way you are because you're you're interacting with somebody new. They're anticipating that you're mm-hmm. they're anticipating you to speak normally, act normally. Exactly. And so they've trained themselves if they do lip read to read lips at a normal space. Mm-hmm. Piece. Maybe you need to enunciate a little bit more, mm-hmm. or maybe let's say if you have a mustache, if you're a prof or something, mm-hmm. shave yeah. off your mustache yeah. or something like that to accommodate them. Mm-hmm. But don't go out of your way to. Really, make them, be, yeah. Make them feel uncomfortable in trying to breach that border. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. Well, that was really informative. I'm really happy you came on our show. Yeah. Thank you so much, David. Thank you so much, David. That was really very, very informative. Yeah. No problem. Um, so we're gonna actually take a little break um, before we continue the show, uh, and we'll come back when uh, we'll answer some questions and Morme will surprise us with her gift. Um, so you've been listening to All Ears on CITR 101.9 FM, and we'll be right back. Still on campus, traveling late at night and afraid to go alone? Call SafeWalk, a free service where a co-ed team will take you anywhere you need to go on campus. Don't walk alone. For a walk, add SafeWalk to your phone. Call 604 604- 822-5355 that's 604-822-5355 alternatively use a UBC blue phone and ask for SafeWalk approach any SafeWalk team or drop by our office on the main floor of the sub across from the gallery lounge because you're mine I won't The Vancouver Queer Film Festival is back for its 26th year in theaters August 14 to 24. More than 80 films from 11 countries, including Russia, Brazil, Italy, and the Philippines, showcase themes of gender identity, forbidden love, and culture. Super Pass is available now and tickets on sale July 24. For tickets and more info, check out queerfilmfestival.ca. Support the festival, donate $10 by texting Giver10, spelled G-I-V-E-R 10, to 45678. Welcome back to All Ears on CITR 101.9 FM, broadcasting to you live from Vancouver. 
We have a few questions that we're going to answer. We do. And David is also going to help us yeah, answer David's the questions. Yeah, David's going to help us yeah. answer these questions. <laughs> um, so what's our first question, okay. Romay? First question. Long-time listener, first-time asker. As a general rule, is clean-shaven or sensual scruffy better for first impressions? The first day of classes is coming up, and I can't decide which is more approachable. And I'm just talking facial hair here. My hair and outfit will obviously be on point. Thanks, babies. (laughs) (laughs) It's very magical. Thank you. That's a very good question. Thank Thank you you. so much to whoever submitted that. Um, I don't know. I feel like I'm pretty biased. I feel like we both are incredibly biased. We've answered similar questions before. Uh, Sensual scruffy, by far, hands down. Scruffy. Yeah. I'm going to have to go with scruffy. Yeah. I like that. You're kind of sporting... Scruff right now too, David. You know, I try. Yeah, you guys both are actually. The thing is, it's getting, it's becoming out of hand now. I need to like take care of this, and I can't without having shaving it all off. Right. So I'm just gonna let it like become lustrous. Okay, this person classifies it as sensual scruffy, so I guess there's multiple types of scruff. Okay, so So let's describe. Yeah, there's out of hand scruff. Okay. Okay. So what do you consider sensual scruffy? Hmm. Like. I feel like maybe a few days after a shave where it starts to come but in. But everyone is different, like... So yeah, what are you talking here? Like, a little ways after the shave, depending on the person. Yeah. Right when it starts to grow. Exactly, right when yeah. Right when it starts to grow. Wait, so you, are you sporting a central... I think I am. Yes. Hey, guys, how does it look? It looks great. <laughs> it looks very sensual. It looks so, so. great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no. So definitely sensual Yeah, I mean, we're all biased here. Yeah. Because you know what happens... Is if you meet someone and they have a beard and they shave it, they look like they're 12 years old again, and you're like, wow, <laughs> this is not yeah. sensual in any form. Yeah. So, yeah. And even again, scruff, like shaving off scruff and suddenly there's clean shaving, you're yeah. sitting there like, whoa, I what know. who are you? you? Exactly. Are you in grade 10? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Okay. What's our next question? I want to know if this guy likes me. What do I do? I don't know. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to I do. I struggle either. with these I things every day. I don't in have my an life. answer to this question. What do you mean, David? David, enlighten what? us. Why is this not me? Guys? Because you're our guest, <laughs> so we're gonna harass it's gonna you. It's gonna be a try host <laughs> thing from now on. Yeah. If uh, you stay, you have to answer questions with us. Yeah. I'll go straight for the like. You, you touch them on the face. <laughs> just <laughs> go. Just like go. Go, go straight for it. No. That's good. Yeah, I feel yeah. like that's an affront. Like, and a, then, a what, very... what what response would you want to see? I'm from a face. you on the face, too. <laughs> what? Like, so no, I, I have know. to touch you on the face as well? Disclaimer, that was a joke. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was totally a joke. I was please, just going to ask. Don't ever, please don't ever do that. Is this oh how you God. seduce people? This is, this is exactly how I seduce people. Touch? I, oh yeah, I go up to somebody and it's just like, hey, I, I, think, I, I think I'm attracted to you. Face touch. Wow. Well, that's that's really forward. forward. That's confident. I actually I like knew that. a girl who recently did something very forward and I suggested her not to do it. Oh, yeah. And she did it. Backstory. A friend of mine started liking a really good friend of mine, and she was like, oh, my God, like, I like him. And I was like, honestly, don't do it. And she was like, why? (laughs) I was like, because he's not the kind of guy, like, just just Yeah, like, he's not ready for a relationship, like, for sure. He's just, yeah. And then she did it, and now it's, like, soups awkward. Over text message. Over text message. She was really ballsy. She was like... Uh, yeah, oh my god, okay, say it. Yeah, this yeah. is like super personal, but whatever. Oh, wait, no, okay, no, 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 we can't, no, we can't do it. We're gonna do it, we're doing oh it, I'm doing god. it, if my friendship is compromised, I'm sorry to both you, I know, oh I love god. you both. Th- 
Okay, I'm. I don't condone this, but okay. Okay. Anyway, I condone this. So she texts the person. She's like, "Hey, uh, are you coming out tonight?" And the person was like, "Sorry, I can't." And um, then she was like, "Oh, well, you're gonna have to make it up to me." And he's like, "Well, I don't know how, but ha ha ha, I will." And she was like, "You can go on a date with me." What? Yeah. Bye you. Was that so... was the most ballsy move I've ever. Like, I know yeah. it was crazy. I was just like, wow, that's. that's... I can't even like approach like fifty percent of that it, it, in conversation. Yeah, like, exactly. That's why I was like super surprised, and then he was just like, what? And yeah. then what? What was what? that? <laughs> <laughs> that's literally what he did. He was like, mm, I'm yeah. gonna disappear from the universe right now. Okay. So. Well, anyways, back to this question. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't I w- know, man. I would just. Maybe hang out with them. I feel like you can just gauge if they're... I find, especially in group settings, you can definitely figure it out. Because if they hang around you more, then that's like, they're more likely to mm-hmm. like you. But at the same time... At the same time, you could just be friends. Yeah, yeah. or if they're an outgoing person, they're going to like try to hit up the rest of the group, not trying to be like yeah. mm-hmm. ignoring yeah, everyone true. else. Exactly. Yeah. Which is annoying because I tend to like outgoing people. And so we'll be in parties and they'll just be like, Oh, hi, I'm going to see you for, like, two minutes, but everybody else equally. And it's like, really? <laughs> well, this is great, because really? I want yeah. you to talk yeah. to me, yeah. so. Yeah. And then it turns out they do like me, and it's like, well, okay. That <laughs> well, was you know. I think it's impossible to know until they're like, I like until, you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but you can <laughs> get signs. Like, you can get signs, like, flirting, like, online and stuff. Like, yeah. you can kind of start seeing where the conversation's going. And maybe get your friend's advice. Like, your friends definitely have a clearer picture than you because you're the one sitting there like, wanting it to happen. I know, that's it's true. crazy, right? You're just oh, like, oh my god, so please. True. And then your friend is like, this is not ever happening. Like, so or the other times. way around. Yeah. I have a friend who's like totally flirting with this person. Long, like crazy, massive amount of text messages, mm-hmm. like winky faces, oh, all god. of that. Like winky little, faces. With little winky tongue faces that I really don't know how to do at yet. I have a. <laughs> <laughs> like, one time. There was a long period of time in my life where I didn't know winky faces meant, like, I want to get it on with yeah, you. Yeah, winky oh faces God. are pretty serious. And I used them all the time. How many people did you flirt so with? Con- More I me. think everyone, including, like, family members, <laughs> was, like, so confused. Let's go out, winky face. Wow. <laughs> like, oh, okay. my God. Whoa. That's pretty. And then I think at one point I had, like, Cousin an accidental Mor- boyfriend. Cus- because wow. of it. He was like, oh, this, we're, like, together now. And I was like, no, I no. How, no. how did this happen? I think that's Morme. Mm. Classic Morms. No. Good old no, no, Morms. No, 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 no. That's the thing, guys. Do don't, it. Good no, old Morms. Don't do that. Okay. So should I just start sending you winky faces from now on? Yeah. yeah I think I think you and Morme would get along real that quick. That would be really nice. Yeah. Um, do um, we have any other questions, Morme? We, that, we do not have any other okay, questions. Okay, so... so Going on a break? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. We can do that. Um, so we're going to go on a break, and then we're coming back with Morme's secretness. You guys should be very excited because <laughs> I am very excited. Well, do we have time to go on a break, or should we just go straight into it? Okay, we can go straight into it. Okay, hold on. Okay. So casual talking. So, oh, hello. <laughs> I'm going to generate a random question, and you're going to have to answer it, Okay. okay? What? Okay, that's a stupid okay. question. Yes. I'm ready. You don't have to. Oh, man. Oh, oh man. Okay, okay. Wait, wait, wait. I was ready. Are you a type of person who lo- who loots? What? What? Okay. Wait, oh, are you, okay. I don't know how to read. <laughs> Jeez, I'm sorry, guys. Are you a type of person with lots of friends or just a few close ones? I don't know. These are not like, these are just general questions. 42. Okay, awesome. Excellent. Thank you. That's Thank you. That was good. Okay, so what are you, what is Mormon doing? I'm going to sing a song. A song sing? 
Why you ask? Yeah, cause she's because she's cool. Because songs are forms of advice <laughs> in musical format. Mm-hmm. So Mormy's gonna sing us the song, and she's also gonna play it on the guitar, which is that much cooler. I'm yes. It's called the Moon Song, and for those of you who've seen the movie, her is like the main song in that movie. Mm-hmm. I really like it, and it's by Karen O. So talented. So that was excellent. I'm so very jealous. Mistakes. I wish I could play the guitar as well as you. That was so much better than what I was doing earlier. <laughs> no, 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 no. You really It was good. pretty mindless, dope. Mindless flapping at the strings. <laughs> that was well done. It was pretty... Anyway, I thought you were both pretty good, so y'all don't, shouldn't Th- be friends. Thank you, Brandon. Um, so it's about time for us to leave. Um, so we must give our resources. Exactly. Um, so what are our resources, Mormé? Tell us. Okay, so if you were still a child, you can call the kid's help phone. 1-800-668-6868. Counseling Services, 604-822-3811. And Student Health Services is 604-822-7011. And there's also the Crisis Center BC, which is 1-800-SUICIDE, which turns out to be 1-800-784-2433. And there's Campus Security, which is 604-822-2222. Um, just a quick question. Do you, do you have any resources? I don't know, David, uh, for like, yeah, for the, like, for the deaf community. I know this is kind of like, um, off the rocker, but anything you might know? I mean, there's, I, <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. Sorry, okay. my brain just farted. It's no, okay. It's don't worry. worry. Don't worry. I mean, I like you've got VCC. There's, um, just kind of look around. You've also got the internet. Check mm-hmm. out Reddit, Facebook, but mm-hmm. that, yeah. not a whole hell of a lot. It's kind of, if you know somebody, then it's like, Hey, 
just kind of meet up with people. There's mm-hmm. always the I find to be the the deaf community in Vancouver tends to be mm-hmm. really really That's sweet really and good. genuine and nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the people there that I know are super awesome. So. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid to. And if you randomly see David on campus, which you probably will. He is a skinny (laughs) boy. (laughs) Skinny boy with glasses and brown hair. And a little bit of sensual scruff. Yeah. Yeah. So look out for him and then you can also ask him questions. Mm -hmm. Because I'm pretty sure he'll be happy to help. And I'll be playing Quidditch. Oh, Oh, this is true. Quidditch. Quidditch. (laughs) (laughs) The Quidditch that we don't partake in, but always promote, right? Exactly. Um, so you've been listening to All Ears on CITR 101.9 FM, broadcasting you live from the University of British Columbia. Next up, we have Moongrok. Yes. Um, so thank you so much to David for coming in yeah, today. thank you. Well, thank and you. thank you to Morme for our little musical, musical session. <clears throat> um, so we hope you enjoyed our show, and if you do have any questions... Um, for the next yeah. piece. Yeah, ask.fm slash all ears UBC. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Have, have a good this- night. Yeah. Lift as die young.